Hello, everyone. My name is Sanhita, and I'm back with our very first discussion episode of Sanctuary. And this week, we are going to be discussing the college admissions process. So I have here with me four high school seniors getting ready to go to college. So just to start us off, could you all please introduce yourselves, just like where you're from, what you hope to major in, what school you're planning on committing to or already committed to, and all that good stuff. My name is Talia and I'm from San Ramon and I'm committing to UIUC for computer science and philosophy. All right, uh, I'm Parth. Um, I'm going to ASU for CS. I'm Banu, I'm from Mountain House and um, I'm committing to either Davis or Berkeley and I'm in the pre-med routes, I'm majoring in biology. Okay, so I'm Pavitra. Um, I'm, well, I did a multitude of majors at different schools, so mainly things uh, ranging from psychology to cognitive science. Um, I'm also debating between Davis and UIUC, most likely leaning towards UIUC. Um, so to start off this segment today, I just wanted to say that this has been a crazy ride for the class of 2021, you know, with the new testing policies, a lack of various activities to take part in and just dealing with the whole pandemic overall. And, you know, we faced a lot of disappointment and chaos, some more than others. Um, hopefully this segment can act as a heads up to the class of 2022 as we share our experiences and feelings. I wanted to ask you all, how are you feeling about this whole process? You know, we definitely want the unfiltered version. So feel free to say anything that comes to mind. Um, okay, so regarding the college process, I'd say it was pretty stressful because I didn't really receive help when it comes to deadlines and stuff like that. It was more like independent um, and college counselors are always like, oh yeah, we'll help you out. Like we're gonna be there for you, but they don't really do anything. And so you're on your own. <laughs> and I wasn't sure whether I should apply to just California schools or like out of state schools but I made a good decision on my part to apply to a bunch of um, out-of-state schools because California schools did me supremely dirty, <laughs> like horribly dirty. Uh, so yeah, when it comes to essays and stuff, you sort of write the same thing, except in different fonts for mm -hmm. essays. Um, you're not really writing new things it's it's really tedious and it lasts forever and by the time January comes around you just want to quit and you get like kind of depressed because it keeps going um, and then the rejection process is a whole other thing but when it comes to essays it's a long long ride but once you're done with it you're done so yeah <laughs> yeah definitely what about you Parth well I feel like this year with like the coronavirus and everything well on top like I didn't have a counselor so I had to set like deadlines by myself and like get, having that motivation for yourself, I think is hella hard. Mm -hmm. And that's something you have to learn to overcome. I feel like the counselors too, like you have to talk to the counselors, reach out and you have to take care of all of that. But I feel like the hardest part about it honestly was like the writing the essay part because with like Corona and stuff, you don't have as much time to like, I guess like just go out, like give yourself some time to like write and get into like that setting and just like experiment with it, I guess, and mm -hmm. write a ton of stories because you're locked in all day, right? And I feel like that can get like very nerve wracking. So it's tough for a lot of people. And then also this year, like you have no expectations of what the colleges are looking at. Like we had UCs like not looking at SATs and stuff. So 
when you're sending over these scores, it's tough. Like, I feel like the one thing that did come out of it is you could always ask your friends for help during the process because in the Bay, I feel like most of us are like academically inclined to like go to higher institutions and stuff. So mm -hmm. we all have similar dreams in the setting. So we kind of learn how to set deadlines and just like if someone's like behind, we can catch up. So yeah. yeah. Overall though, I feel like the whole process, it was an experience. It was, an, it was a nice journey because like we're gonna have to do this again after college job application so many times you know so yeah yeah definitely what about you Bonnie I think it was a very stressful process honestly but I think something that I didn't realize then that I really appreciated was kind of having online school because it gave me a lot of time to like not have extracurriculars or like sports or anything so like I had more time to focus on my college applications which I was kind of like a blessing but it was really hard to maintain deadlines and stuff because like every day felt the same being stuck inside. So like I would lose track of time. And I think that was one of the hardest parts, making sure you like spread out your time evenly. But um, essays were probably something that I struggled with the most because you have to like think of new ideas and with, like an entire junior year not being there kind of. The stuff you can write about was very limited. But it was a very interesting experience, to say the least. Yeah, I definitely second all of those emotions, especially coming from a high school junior, because I know class of 2022 is pretty stressed, too, since we didn't have the chance to do as much or do as many activities we wanted for college apps. Um, so in addition to that, we need all the help we can get. So I wanted to ask you all, what was something your high school had or did for you that might have been super helpful during the college admissions process? And were there any resources you used outside of school other than the counselors I know we mentioned? Like, how did they help you? Girl, Cal High did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit that I never used Cal High counselors for myself because they had so many different seniors reaching out mm -hmm. to them that I was like, let me just take things in my own hands and do this myself, which is a really good mindset to have, I think, when, when mm -hmm. you achieve this independence really nothing can stop you um, and then you go on a roll and you're like okay I don't need anyone <laughs> to help me and so don't rely on high school counselors for your help I did have an essay counselor help me um, who kind of became a friend to me it's almost like you need not only people helping with your essays but also with like your personal stuff and so yeah. he was there for me when I was going through a lot and so yeah um it's always good to have an adult that will keep you grounded and will teach you how to stay grounded um, mm -hmm. no matter what you go through. And during the college admissions process and during the writing process, you sort of do get into these negative spirals and you're like, okay, I'm not going to get into this college. And like, there's going to be people who have better stories than I do. How am I going to stand out? But there's a lot of people out there that can't afford, you know, having counselors and stuff. So I would say those people as much as I would say go to a high school counselor, they don't care about you <laughs> as much as a personal counselor. Like that is the truth because they have so many other people to care about. Like they just don't have the time for you. And so um, I'd say even just reach out to a friend because they'd be more help than a high school counselor. So that's my views on it. 
Yeah, I definitely think that um, having friends around during this process would be really helpful. Uh, what about you, Parth? Well, so I've been to Cal High too, and they did absolutely nothing to help the process. Mm -hmm. So like, it was just tough. I mean, like, like I said, like I had to reach out to the counselors myself and like, I feel like recommendation letters and stuff were hard to get this year too. Like you would ask a teacher and they were stacked up on those too, you know, like, so mm -hmm. it was, it was a hard process. And then outside of school, I think I didn't have any counselors. So for me, it was just my family that helped me out a little bit here and there but for the most part it was myself I did pretty much everything by myself and I think for that the internet was very useful there's a lot of websites which can like which have the prompts and you can like they break down the prompts for you and how you're supposed to answer them and it can really help and honestly I think when you're writing these essays the best thing is just to be honest and like write a story you can like tell from your heart mm -hmm. I think that's the best way to get it Besides that, like, if you're going to try to, like, lie your way through it, you can only get too far. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Banu? So the most my counselors at my school did was, like, our first meeting where they wanted to know what we were planning on applying to and make sure we put it into Navion so that they could send our transcripts and stuff. And I do know some people that reached out here and there for, like, more, not, like, essay help, but just, like, general help on the applications. But other than that, I don't think like the school counselors are that helpful. But what helped me the most was I found a like mentorship program through TikTok. And I got paired with a junior at UT Austin who was like oh, wow. in pre-med and everything in the same way. And we had like weekly Zoom calls and like she would help me with my essays, with editing, reading it out loud, going through it and got like professors there to help like edit the essays. And I think that was one of the best things that kind of happened and it was completely free and I kind of made like a friend through the process because she like helped me throughout the entire process starting like July all the way to like even now like I still talk to her about where I'm leaning towards and things like that so I relied on that but also watching a lot of YouTube videos on like people who got into schools you're interested in talking about their essays because you can kind of see what worked what doesn't work but in the end you kind of have to come up with the ideas on your own the most someone can help you with is editing and like trying to piece together the story in a whole. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. The, um, the UT Austin student who helped you, that's really nice. I think for all the juniors listening, it's just basically really important for us to find our own resources because of how overcrowded and overstressed teachers are. But um, what about you, Pavita? Yeah, so I also, as a Cal High student, never utilized <laughs> any of the resources at my school. Um, so I can't really say much about that, but, you know, like me, most people tend to lean on private college counselors or college prep resources like Elite or Excel, C2, things like that. Um, but like Talia mentioned earlier, lots of people can't afford that. So if you can't, you know, obviously like one of the main resources I used was College Vine. Um, and I think Prep Scholar, Bonu mentioned TikTok, like there's so many resources online and really personal ones too, to like cater to whatever it is that you want um, help with. Um, and I think my counselor, like I also developed a pretty good relationship with her. Um, she helped with the essay portion and she really pushed me to do the whole show, not tell and kind of explain that whole process. Um, but I have to say that, you know, college essays are a very large change in pace. You know, we spend so many years in school learning to write argumentative or like rhetorical essays about current events and things like that. 
Um, but very rarely are we are we asked to like talk about ourselves or our feelings mm-hmm. or our goals. And everyone's always like, oh, like think about who you are. Or where do you want to be in five yeah. years? Like I legit had no idea. Like I was just trying to turn in my physics homework or something. <laughs> like I did not care to think about the next month let alone the next five years so it's just like a sudden change where you have to all of a sudden write all this like this entire story about yourself and your life and your goals so I wanted to ask the rest of you what did you guys think was the hardest part of writing the essays that should have been personally catered to you and if you would like to you could also talk about maybe what you wrote in your essays um okay so for me The hardest part was feeling like I had stories to tell, but then thinking, okay, I'm not good enough compared to these other people. Because I feel like colleges these days, honestly, are going off of sob stories and like people who have like a, they have a struggle or Mm -hmm. or, like, it's like outstanding. Either like you have a sob story or like you, you discovered something or you made something. And so I just really, the, requirements and and expectations of seniors in our class is so high Mm -hmm. how can you ever reach that as an average senior you can't and so I wanted to write my experiences and what I've gone through as a person in high school but I was having a hard time figuring out is this good enough am I good enough (laughs) compared to these other people Mm -hmm. and so what I wrote about I think I wrote about honestly just like working fast food (laughs) just my experience being a cashier at McDonald's and like having customers tell me oh get out like we need someone better than you because you can't clearly do your job Mm -hmm. and so I've learned to deal with people like that and I've also talked about getting stranded and calling a search and rescue helicopter in the middle of Las Trampas because I was in the middle of the woods Mm -hmm. no water (laughs) so that was that was something like those little experiences definitely uh, helped, but I wouldn't say they made me a star candidate. It would just put me in the mix of other people who've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. So um, when it comes to stories and who you are, I'd say like what parts said, just be honest mm-hmm. because that's all you can do. You know, you, you can't compare yourself to other people. So just be yourself and see where that takes you. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with that. Like, I feel like sometimes we're just, you know, always comparing ourselves to other people. And it's just it gets a little bit much because then you hear about all these things and all these things, like all the research stuff, the stories they have. And then you're like, oh, but I lived kind of like a boring life in high school. So it's hard to come up with those things. But I mean, honestly, like whatever story you have can only be yours. So that's definitely a good thing. Um, So what about you, Parth? Yes, I think the hardest part was first deadlines. And then, like, I think it's a brainstorming process and, like, picking your topics for each prompt because, like, here's what, like, I'm pretty sure, like, this is what most people would do. You have a prompt and then you come up with, like, three to four ideas for it. And I feel like polishing your essays up to make it, like, the way you want it and stuff, like, you could easily get to that point. The hardest part was, I think, you have four essays that you wrote for the same prompt now. And now you got to pick which one's the best one for that one. Mm-hmm. And, like, like Talia said, like, that, that makes you think about, like, how, how are you different from like everyone else applying for the application process? Like you have to make it stand out. So you have to pick a story that makes you stand out, but also something that like sounds nice, like you can write it in a good way. So I think that gets really hard. And I think like what I wrote about for the most part, like I wrote about just like being on varsity track and cross country, like mm. sports and stuff like that. 
like the process of moving schools that was tough I think the hardest part about like the writing essays part was like when you have like all these private colleges you're applying to and stuff they have a lot of prompts so like you have to get through nine prompts and like you know these colleges are looking for like something that really stands out like Stanford Harvard like these colleges so you you want to put in your hardest and like you're, you're coming up with a lot of essays so just picking out essays for those and getting through with like all those prompts it's difficult so yeah yeah I know you just mentioned supplementals and I like I remember looking through the uh University of Chicago supplementals and those were crazy like there's I just couldn't even think of a so way to I agree <laughs> I mean like some of the prompts were like find x and I'm like what does that even mean like I have never been prepped to answer these kind of questions so that was yeah I definitely agree with the supplementals those are you know really specific and they ask for a lot um what about you Banu? I think for me the hardest part was honestly brainstorming like most of the schools I applied to were UCs and a few out-of-state schools but I didn't really have to do common app so I never have to do like a one of my main statements or anything but for the UCs, once I when I looked at the like prompts, there was a few I immediately knew like, oh, I know exactly what to write for those. But once I got like those essays out of the way, I was left with the rest of the questions. And I was just thinking like, all my essay topics are so simple. I like exactly like everyone else, there's nothing that sets me apart. And I spent so much time trying to think out of the box, but that really didn't work out for me. And so in the end, like I ended up with a very simple essay topic but I think it's how you write it and what you incorporate into it. Like a lot of my essay topics were probably very generic. Like I wrote about dance, but it's something I was really passionate about and I've done for a long time. So like I try to tell a story through it and really like express myself in that. And the other ones I wrote about was like tutoring in my community or like um, playing sports, things like that. But it's how you write it. And like, it can be the smallest detail that you might not think of but it can make the difference between a very boring essay and a very like entertaining one. And I think also how you introduce your essay, like if you start off just like saying, so the answer to this prompt is like, it's not really eye catching, but if you catch someone's eye through like a hook statement, I think that can really set you apart. Yeah, those all sound like really great ideas. And I completely agree that how like Talia said that seniors are always in this constant predicament of whether our lives or our personal stories are good enough. And I know students in my grade or even your guys' grade weren't necessarily prepped for the essay writing portion of the application since writing is such a subjective concept and it's hard to know what our admissions officers will like or maybe even hate. And I know personally, I've got a good idea of what I wanna write, but I wasn't really aware of what methods to use to prepare or make myself stand out. Um, but I know, you all talked about some really good tips and I think they definitely help. So thank you for that. And also just for me and other juniors listening to get an idea, how many colleges did you guys apply to? And do you feel like this amount helped or harmed you? Um, I applied to like 20. <laughs> I would say that, um, hmm, do I, would I recommend that? I think our year had it rough compared to anyone yeah definitely say that right away because I think they took a bunch more applicants because gap year applicants came in this year and so mm -hmm. it was like double mm -hmm. uh so for me I am glad I applied to a lot of out-of-state colleges because I never really saw myself leaving and now I'm like thinking this is the best thing I'm ever gonna do <laughs> uh character development right yeah yeah but 
yeah, I think as much as I burned out at the end, I was sort of over it. I just kind of pushed through it because I'm like, you know what? It's going to help me in the long run. And I it did because California schools were so happy about rejecting us this year. They really, really enjoyed it. I know they enjoyed it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, getting out of state was probably meant for me because I feel like right now, I just, I love my independence. I love, um, like, that's my, that's my favorite thing. So just starting over, starting fresh and, and really finding out who I am and who, like the people, meeting new people, things like that, that's just going to be good for me um, because me and my independence, whew, we're in this together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I think um, you're going to do wonderful things out there and everything happens for a reason. But um, Parth, what about you? Yeah, so I applied to like 25 to 30 colleges. So it was tough. It was a lot of colleges. Oh, and wow. Then, so I feel like the one thing, like she said, UC's absolutely fucked everyone up this year. So <laughs> you had, I think it was a gap year applicants too. Like I think that yeah. had the maximum number of applications this year too, right? It's crazy. And I mean, I guess besides that, like my advice would just be, get a lot of safeties like mm-hmm. an out-of-state mm-hmm. option because that's what I did too like I never thought I'd leave Cali like my dream was literally to stay in Cali go to a UC and then now like I'm going to ASU but like I literally think it's the better option for me like it's mm-hmm. definitely like a connection there so mm-hmm. I feel like this year in a way even though we were disappointed with our results for like the big like the bigger picture I feel like a lot of people are going where they're like meant to be instead of where they think they want to be. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Casa 21 definitely had it hard, but I'm glad you guys found something good out of it. Um, what about you, Banu? I applied to 14 schools and a majority of them were um, in state and I applied to a few out of state. But what I would say is when you pick a safety, truly pick a safety with like a high percentage, like even if you don't want to go there, maybe have a few options. Cause I think around December, I really started to doubt myself after like starting to submit them. And I was like, I'm not going to get into a single college. And I was really considering applying to like a few more of any like small out of state schools as well, just to have options in case something didn't work out and I would be rejected from everywhere. But in the, like I got a decision in December. And so after that, I decided not to, but I will say like, open your options even if you think you might not want to go there the way I chose the schools I applied to is even if there was like a 10% chance I would consider going there I applied to it and so I had a list of like 20 to begin with and I did like narrow it down but I think in my opinion between like 12 to like 20 ish depending on like if you can afford it as well because that is something that's important but I think that's like a good range and if you can't afford that just making sure you have schools in the safety and the target and like a reach category is really important when you're like planning it out. Yeah, I heard that um, from my counselors, they really like stressed on the point of having safeties and lots of options. And I know that definitely helped you guys because you're going places you never imagined to and it ended up being a really good choice. So um, good for you guys. Uh, What about you, Pavitra? Yeah, so I applied, I mean, I thought this was a lot, and then Parth came on here with, like, 25, 30 schools, <laughs> but I applied to, like, roughly around 23 schools, 
Um, and honestly speaking, when I started getting my decisions, I was like, I wish I applied to more schools. Like, I can't even tell you the number of times I called Talia or Banu after I got a decision. We're just laughing because that's just <laughs> not at all what we expected. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do. I did think that 23 is like a bit excessive speaking in general terms. Um, I would advise on applying to maybe around 15 to 18 schools. I think that's maybe a good range um, with lots of safeties and targets because we didn't know what to expect this year. And I don't know what to expect for you guys next year either. Yeah. So just to be sure, you know, just stack up on the safeties and targets, mainly the targets um, and also a couple of safeties. Cause I know this year, a lot of us just applied like just to apply. Like, I don't, I know, like I didn't give much thought to a lot of schools that I applied to. Um, so definitely choose your list um, pretty wisely. So on a separate note, what do you guys think really made you or your application stand out in the sea of other applications? Um, I have a really good way. I think over time when you keep writing these essays, because my first essays were the UC essays and I did the worst on those. Like <laughs> I want to bury them. <laughs> when I got to my Etsy is like for out of state, which is like later on, maybe in like November, I kind of got the gist of it. And I'm really good at connecting my major with who I am as a person and what I like. And so I just want colleges to know that like, you're bringing in someone who's going to change this college. Like I am one of a kind. <laughs> yeah. They should know that. And so I know that when I bring these values and I'm bringing who I am as a person, and connecting with a major that's like super important and I kind of got that skill down and so I didn't want to do just pure CS because I'm not the type of person to be stuck at a desk job with other people who are working in cubicles next to me like that's not who I am <laughs> so I decided I wanted to do like philosophy because I love thinking and I love deep thinking about things like that and so there was a CS plus philosophy thing and I'm like oh cool that's something that I'd like doing and because I'm doing a social justice class I connected ethics and my love for discussing ethics and how that would help elevate my education in, in philosophy at UIUC and so all of that together I was like hey like look at who I am look at what I've been doing take me <laughs> if you don't take me <laughs> I don't know who else you want <laughs> yeah yeah Oh yeah, all right. So what I talked about was being a varsity athlete. And then I just talked about like how like I traveled a lot and like absorbing different cultures because I, I was born in like Illinois and then moved to like Atlanta and all that shit. So like, I just like incorporated like all that stuff. And like at times I I didn't realize like, I guess like you, you have to learn to realize your life is unique and different from everyone else's mm -hmm. in its own way. And once you can like bring that out in your essays like once you find out what's different about you like what experiences you've had that are different I feel like it's a lot easier to get like dis distinguish yourself and show that you're different so that's what I did for the most part and that was it yeah that sounds amazing what about you Bonnie honestly speaking I have no idea but like the in the essays I think something I heard or like advice I was given that was really helpful is no matter what essay you write, always talk about like what message or what you learned because they always want to see you continuing to grow and stating like that clearly, like you're ready to like learn new experiences, adapt and continuously educate yourself and grow is something that's really important because like 
they were going to college for more education. So they're clearly looking for someone who can, who's not like stuck in a certain point, but who's ready to expand their horizons, I guess, in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just like together. And I did a lot of stuff specific to my major by like doing HOSA and like competing and things like that. So I think it was a mixture of those. Yeah, so I wanted to add on that too. So I think um, when it comes to college applications and essays, I feel like everyone thinks that they have to have already accomplished so many things before they start this process or even end it. Um, I think what probably made me stand out the most is that I made sure to tell the college admissions officers that I'm not done, like there's still a lot I have left to do. Um, I kind of set up my common app, like, okay, this is the story I'm writing for myself. And at the end, I was like, I'm not done writing it. I still have so much more to contribute, so much more to write, Um, but at least I started writing. So kind of something along the lines of that. Um, So I think it's just important for everyone out there to know that you don't have to like, cure cancer or something by the time you go to college like you just need to kind of know the direction you're heading in and it's just it's just a milestone so you just need to um, make sure the officers know that you're not done and they still have a lot to offer. Yeah I think it's so amazing that you all found a way to accomplish your passions and you chose schools that really elevate and empower that even during such uncertain times and as Talia said for all juniors and any other high school students listening We are all definitely one of a kind. So it's important not to lose sight of that and to show that in our applications. But I just wanted to say again, congratulations to you all for getting through this. Um, Now it's time to discuss the hard part of college admissions. I know everyone tries to avoid or doesn't like addressing as much um, rejections. (laughs) So I know we briefly touched on rejection and everyone usually has this way of dealing with it. Um, So what would you say is your response to it or how did you move on from it? Um, Okay, so I already had my ways of dealing with rejection. Um, So my favorite thing and my best friend, (laughs) I've been talking to my actual best friend, but my best friend these days is working out. Like I hit the gym, I, I go on a workout grind and I just find a different pain, which is constantly putting on weights just hitting the gym and cardio and so like I'm doing track now and like that's been the best thing for me just like getting a different type of pain so when you're getting rejected just replace it with a different type of pain but it's a good pain (laughs) you know what I'm saying no I love that yeah just exercise it's just the best thing you know getting that kind of chemical in your brain where it's Mm -hmm. super healthy and you get a runner's high when you're running and it's just the best thing um so hanging out with friends who also got rejected from the same college. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> helps. <laughs> I did that. Me and Roberto would just sit there and be like, how did that, how did that happen? How did that happen? What happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think the hardest hit for me, though, was definitely Santa Cruz as well. I got waitlisted there mm-hmm. and my sister got in. So I was like, so am I going to die today? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if I can get Santa Cruz, what am I going to get? I'm not going to get anything else, right? Yeah. Um, so I went to my friend's house that day and we both just sat there and cried because it, the reality does set in, but then you realize that you're meant to go or you're meant to go. Yeah. Um, and I don't like staying that close to home anyway. And UIUC is a party school and I'm always down for a party. <laughs> yeah. so, people who know me know I love partying. So yeah, catch me um, 
going to the football games. You know, when I went to UIUC, there's literally liquor shops and tobacco shops as soon as you enter. Tobacco. Tobacco shop. Yeah, e cigarettes. I'm like, okay, they really got, got this party scene together, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's where we're going the next four hey, years. Folks, so. Next four years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what about you, Parth? My way of getting over it was just doing explicit shit, uh, playing ball. Yeah. Just going out with my friends, you know, like we just, we pretty much just, I guess, like kill the pain every day, you know, like, well, or just like not even think about it. That's, that was the best way. Okay, my first rejection was into Austin and it was after Pavitra messaged me that day and was like, oh, have you gotten your decision? <laughs> and I was in a state of shock, honestly, because I couldn't stop smiling after I got rejected. Mm-hmm. But um, following that, I think some of my next, my next rejection was Santa Barbara. And I've been to watch 10 episodes of Grey's Anatomy in one sitting. I just kind of like moved my pain into another show. And I think one of my favorite characters died in like those 10 episodes. Oh, so no. I really just cried like thoroughly through that. But I got into reading. And so just like sitting and like binging TV or binge reading was all I really did. And like I have like a bay window in my room. I would just sit there at midnight, cry, read watch tv whatever it was but um eventually after you get like a few schools you start to realize like you'll go where you should go where you end up but um it's hard in the beginning especially like your first few ones I was in a state of shock but I know people who have different reactions to rejections but just like deal with it because pushing it off isn't going to do anything so like find anything to let your outlet out like like um Talia said working out is one way watching TV, anything that helps you really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had to deal with far more wait lists than rejections, which I'm not sure if that's a sign of false or positive hope, but it's been absolutely crazy. Um, you know, I thought I was done writing essays in January, but here I am again, writing waitlist essays, 500 words each. Um, and, you know, I used to stress myself a lot, like looking at Reddit and things like that. Do not recommend that. But that was definitely stressful. Um, overall, in terms of rejection, like it's honestly, it was kind of funny to me. Like I just kept laughing every time. Like I remember like for the UCs, Irvine was the first one that came out. And that was just like, I wasn't expecting that. And I was like, this is going to set the tone for the rest of the UCs. And I didn't get the decision that I wanted. So that definitely was a little bit nerve wracking. But other than that, you know, dealing with rejection, like it's, you know, time heals all, like you're not going to feel that way for a long time. And eventually you're going to commit to a school and hopefully you don't hate it. I mean, every school has something to offer and, you know, everyone like ends up loving the colleges that they go to at the mm-hmm. end of the day anyways. So it's not too much of a big deal. So yeah, that's my advice. Yeah, I think it's super important to find those ways to get those emotions out, whether it was working out, like Talia said, or even crying because of how stressful it all gets. But I will totally keep all those tips in mind when fall comes around. And for now, I wanted to thank the four of you, um, of course, Pavitra included, for having this conversation with us. I know the admissions process can be incredibly stressful and long, but I'm glad you guys are finally done. And I know you'll all do amazing things in your new schools. And of course, party too. But yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. So for everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed getting a glimpse into the life of a high school college applicant. And hopefully we eased 
a bit of that stress that you might have had. It is definitely not an easy process. And I can almost guarantee that there will be tears shed, happy or sad. Um, but there are plenty of resources out there to help you, especially students that have already gone through the process. So make sure to check out our Instagram for updates and our guest handles too. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time on Sanctuary.